Welcome to Trust Levels. I, myself, personally speaking for just me, I am a kid named Cam Jordan, defensive end for the New Orleans Saints. Someone should just say a mediocre DN. But I am with my co-host, multiple pro bowler, the first Alabama Heisman Trophy winner. Some would say a living legend in his own right, going from being the second all-time leading rusher with the New Orleans Saints to then going to the illustrious Baltimore Ravens in Mark Ingram. And as we're sitting here on this big trust level situation, I'm bringing in a man who doesn't really need an introduction. We say five-time Pro Bowler, four seasons of consecutive thousand-yard-plus seasons. Um, NFL record, NFL record. 500-plus receptions in his career. Uh, Fastest in history, fastest in history. You have the right to fight, to party. (laughs) Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Yes, sir. Welcome to Big Trust Levels. Big Welcome, trust, brother. Big trust. Appreciate you guys letting me jump on here and have some fun with your boys, man. My Brody, Cleveland's finest. You feel me? Oh, what's up? What's up, man, start from the top, man. I know you was three. You know, you did it all, man. Basketball, football. You was on the mound. What you was doing? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely wasn't on the mound, man. I was like Bull Durham. I don't know if y'all seen that movie, but I was—I could <laughs> wing it as hard. I could wing it about 90, 93. Pitching. But I, I didn't know where that thing was going. I mean, I there was there's a story of me throwing a two-seam right into a dude's neck to lose a game. Bases loaded, full count. This is the, the moment you've been waiting for. You know what I'm saying? Sitting here going to that. I don't know what happened. It's like I closed my eyes before I threw it, man. Walked him, <laughs> hit him right in the face. Couldn't He, he didn't even get the first base. Walk the run to win the game? To lose the game. To lose the game. For <laughs> yeah, them to win the game. For, for them to win the yes, game. Yes, for them yeah. to win the game. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I, in the box, though, in the box, in the box of hitting, I could do all that. That was, that was where I excelled. But, yeah, three sports, man. Football, basketball, baseball. How many home runs? Um, I think I had around 15 my senior year. Boy, knocking them out. Them, I was hitting them out a little bit. Boy, knocking them out. <laughs> Look, I wish I, I wish I could comment on it, but I'm like, they, they talk baseball. I just be looking like. I, I know how to hit a dinger. <laughs> That's about all I got it for bombs. Yeah, I played shortstop back in like damn fourth grade. You feel me? Oh yeah. I, I feel like growing growing up, you gotta play all the sports, man. You gotta see which one you really love, which one you wanna get into, which ones are like you find you find you know how football is, you find or how sports are. You find so many different characters and so many different walks of life going through sports. That it's uh, I still have crazy groups of friends from my Little League baseball teams, my lacrosse teams, my hockey teams, my AAU basketball teams. I mean, you want to talk about diversity, go to a hockey practice in third grade and then go to an AAU practice. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just it's just so many different ways of life. Two demographics. I agree with you. One thousand, bro. The more sports you could play, the more well-rounded you could be in all the sports. Those create the best athletes, in my opinion. Absolutely. I would say you got to be able to know what you're good at. You don't know what you like when kids go into high school now and be singularly focused. Like, I'm just basketball. I'm just football. I'm like, bro, I don't even know what kind of body type I'm going to have before I get out that thing. Like. Seriously, I, I, I went in like five eleven, six foot, and I left six four. I, I went in like <laughs> two fifteen. I came out two seventy. I don't think I was gonna be a point guard no more. Two seventy. Seriously, that's not, that's not no. But like you know, each sport requires different movements and different agilities and different functions. So like, if you can apply all those functions and agilities, you 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 become the superior athlete at whatever you do. Essentially, choose to focus on. So I'm an advocate for multi sports. Oh, yeah. 
for sure. I think, I mean, just in terms of what's helped me on the football field, I think the biggest thing is tracking a fly ball, man. You try and track a fly ball over the shoulder, it's much. It's a much smaller ball. Of course, you you got to catch it with one hand, or I mean, they tell you to catch it with two, but you only got a glove. You only got a glove on one hand, right. so it's just like tracking the ball, being able to do uh, things like that with uh, the hand-eye coordination in baseball. I think it's a crazy transition. I think it's yeah. a crazy transition that helps you out without like, a doubt. Track, track the ball with the non-dominant hand. By the way, like that's that's exactly. the really one. Yeah. Like that left. Like I'm good. I catch it with the right. I'm, <laughs> like I've been, I've been in charity, you know, charity softball games. Ball coming straight at you. I'm catching with the right. Like I know, bam, that shit hurts. All right, maybe we shouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? But to do that with the left, that hey, I I learned had a whole new respect. You catch it with that left, and then you got to pull back. I'm like, all right, this this is different. I can't do this for too long. Oh, yeah. well, are both of you guys three sports? Yeah, I did football, basketball, track. You know, so oh, okay, the track Golf. man. See, that's that's the one I wish I would have did. You would have been cold. A hurdler or a 400-meter runner, you would have been cold. I, 400, I know you would have been raw. Say, real, talk, real talk, you might have had some hurdle game in you at 6'5". 300-meter hurdle. I used to be able to jump. Like I, I really used to be able to get up there. The high jump, like the, the track coaches kept getting on me. Like, yeah, if you if you actually understood the technique of t- leaving the ground or the technique of like running over the hurdle, like, in my mind, I'm like, man, I'm not trying to just run in circles. I'm trying to, like, actually play a game and stuff. And then as I got over, I was like, man, I could have used that to so, my advantage right. so, so much. Just learning how to run, like form running. I didn't learn form running until after college and working with Tony V mm-hmm. uh, down there with Mark Hanger. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you already know. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the form running took my game and, like, how I run routes to a completely different level. It's smooth. Because I, I know? started to understand the, the the body work of it and the, the strategic part of it. So we were three three sport athlete in high school. Boy say he threw a 93 off the wing. Don't know where it's going, but 93. How does this I just looked this up? How does this translate to a two-star recruit? No. Oh. I wanna hey, I wanna see how the baseball 93 <laughs> miles per hour translates to being a QB. Cause this man is an all-pro tight end, five right. Pro Bowls, Super Bowl champion, all pro. Duffel bag boy <laughs> heard into you. You was a QB though. I want to know about that first, and then can so yeah. We started off so high school. I was always in my mind a QB. I love throwing the ball. Like I mean, it's it's like being on the court. You get the more opportunity you get to have with the ball in your hand, the funner it is, right? At least that's how I thought of it. Yeah. So I always wanted to, you know, what I mean, at least be able to be a part of every single play, having the ball, and I mean. I wasn't say I was a terrible quarterback. I had a lot of developing I needed to do. I still I didn't know what I didn't have a whole lot of discipline. I'll just leave it at I'll leave it at this. I was a little <laughs> bit of uh, exactly. <laughs> I, I was just out there. I was just out there winging it, and I had the mentality of my, my team was. I mean, we weren't the greatest team in high school, so I uh, I took it upon myself to do try and do more than what I should have been doing instead of just trusting the guys around me. And uh, with all of that, I mean, I um once I. I'll keep it in high school. So high school, I ended up having some success. I ended up getting looks here and there. But I was always, they, they called me a dual threat, but I was always a run first mentality. <laughs> you always. was drop back, now, take I, it's off. Not, it's, not, it's not like I couldn't throw the ball. It's not, that wasn't the problem. Because I could huck it a mile if, if, you, if I had a guy, a coach working with me, I would do the three-step, the five-step, get the ball out on time and everything. But in the games, it was like either I could throw this five-yard hitch and I don't know if he's going to catch it, or right. I could just take off and run for a good five to six yards. You know yeah, what I mean? It was yeah. just, it was a terrible mentality. Kids, don't do this at home. <laughs> All right, trust your wide receivers, trust your coaching, and throw the ball. But I was, um, I just wasn't a complete 
sound, disciplined football player. And coaches saw that on film and saw that whenever I came to, like, camps and stuff. And it was just kind of shaky. They didn't want their quarterback to be a guy that, you know what I mean, they don't want their leader to be a guy that lacks discipline. And it took me a while to figure that out. Once I got to college and moved positions, I started looking around like, man, all I got to do is just know the ins and outs, be a full leader, do the right things. Like, man, that's I, I should still be in the QB room. No, I'm just kidding. But no, nah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, once I got to college, they did the little wildcat thing for me my first two years, and I had a blast doing that. I was running power right behind my brother. It was a, it was definitely one of the coolest experiences I, I had uh, in sports, but the transition to tight end was what really fueled me to love football because basketball was always my love. I went to college to play football and basketball. So going there, I was always in the back of my mind, oh, I'm a hooper, but basketball, I mean, football just suits me better because of my height and, and my abilities. I got I, All I had to do was work on my handles on the court, and I knew I was good. But, uh, never <laughs> never got to showcase those handles. So it was uh, – once I moved to tight end, though, man, I just – I, uh, I had an unbelievable tight end coach, Dave Johnson, and he just he taught me the ins and outs of like blocking, running routes, how to play with your speed, how to get other guys open and zone coverages. And it really just became a whole team. Like I just rallied behind that uh, that model of, uh, of consistency and just played my tail off of the guys around me. And that's where that's where I just I took off. No doubt. I'll say to preempt the college. I mean. So what officials, I'm always interested to know, like, what officials guys took? Because I only got to take four out the five of mine. But, like, what, what officials did you end up taking? I actually only took, I think I only took one. I only took one to the University of Cincinnati. I, uh, I had officials to go other, pla- other places, but my brother was, um, my brother was already at the university. I gave my family a, a one place to go, one team to root for. And uh, and honestly, the the year or two, my brother's two years older than me. The year or two that I was in high school that my brother wasn't, I was like, dang, I missed that guy, man. So it was like it was like I finally <laughs> got dope. to go be back around my brother, be around some family, um, and and kind of go through this walk of life without my parents with somebody. I definitely knew that I was in good hands going to Cincinnati, and I knew I had good leadership going into Cincinnati. So it just it That's all awesome. and they told me I could have been a QB and play basketball I was just like oh man so, so you got recruited <laughs> as QB yeah, yeah. two star QB two stars or three I think it was two to three I don't even know it depends on which which uh website don't even on. matter yeah don't even like, matter it was like rivals or the other yeah, show. yeah. Like, I was I wasn't no no better than a three they honestly they might have snuck in that three star that third star at the end of at it the end of your senior year at the end of your senior year <laughs> yeah exactly all right, so tell me what a bear cat is. I've been I've been wondering for it's, for the longest. It's exactly what you think it is. It's a big cat that looks like a bear. It's just it's it's got a it's got a bear face. It's got bear claws, but it's it, it looks but like it's a, a cat. cat. Yeah, it looks like a cat. It meows. Um, no, it got it's got a nice, nice little. It's got a nice little baby lion growl. I don't even know. Okay, so. It was a dual threat like you, so you know it was just it just exactly. wanted to be more. It wanted to be it wanted basketball, football, bear and cat. It was just it was just throwing up there. <laughs> exactly, bro. Like you said, you and your brother was tight, bro. Just being able to play with your brother in college, bro. I always wanted a brother. I don't have a brother. I got three sisters, and I love y'all. But damn, I <laughs> know that not, was dope, bro. Going to college with your bro, man. Playing with yeah. your bro, like you said, running the power behind your bro, bro. Was, I know that was dope, man. What that was, was that crazy, like? man. And uh, just knowing my brother's story, he uh, he was a walk-on in Cincinnati, walk-on linebacker, and he switched to center. The the D'Antonio, Mark D'Antonio is at Michigan State now. He was at Cincinnati recruiting my brother. D'Antonio left for Michigan State, and Brian Kelly came in, who's at Notre Dame right now. 
Brian Kelly told him, he's like, listen, we think you, you got the feet, you got the ability to gain weight and put on weight to, to be one hell of an offensive lineman. So we'll give you a scholarship if you can put on 60 pounds. Boy, he started eating good. This dude got to 265, 270 by the end of the summer, just just pizzas and and cakes. Everything. Just nonstop, <laughs> just every day. He was like, all right, well, there's only, I only know one way to put this on, so might as well do it so this way. So he was way. built like might you. Might as well do it the fun way. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know he came into college like 200 pounds. Like oh, he that. was like two. He was like 220, 215, 220 max trying to play linebacker. And don't don't get me wrong, he was explosive. He was he was fast. I mean, the dude in high school wasn't he wasn't getting the ball every handed to him every single play, but he averaged about nine yards a pop when you were handing him the rock. And that was oh, it. I really? mean, he ain't got none of this. It was just straight yeah. boom, just running right <laughs> down Mike Allstott, just right through. Yeah, I was like, North and South, you know where I'm going. Exactly. Stop me. But, uh, yeah, so me uh, going there and then having him uh, switch positions and just seeing him grow as a football player, I mean, it was just – it was awesome experience. I'm sure you might have heard a story, but I got kicked off the team, and my brother actually, like, went to the university, went to the, the coaching staff and everybody at the university and really tried to get me to um, – to get back on the team and under his supervision. So he, he took me in. I lived in his room. I literally put two beds in one room and we just shacked it up his senior year. And then, uh, yeah, I owe, I owe him so much credit for, for doing that and putting his name on the line for me to be able to finish my career at Cincinnati. But it was something that I cherish so much that uh, it's hard to explain, to be honest. Man, that's awesome, bro. That's dope. Bro, bro, taking care of a little bro, bro. Now literally, look at y'all. Yeah. Both Super Bowl champs. Both Super Bowl champs. <laughs> Both got that bag. I know mama and daddy proud. Oh, you can't tell, you can't tell Pops nothing, man. You can't I tell know Pops that's right. nothing. He's been trying to he's, that was one of those moments when we both got drafted. He's like, I've been trying to tell y'all. Don't nobody <laughs> want to listen. Yeah, yeah. I've been Super telling Bowl y'all. Just put the ultimate stamp on it right there. Both of y'all. Mm-hmm. I said, I can only imagine it'd be like. Like I like I was so proud when I had a son. Out couldn't tell me shit. I was out there walking around like, look at my boy, look at him. I got a son. Legacy. You can't tell me nothing. Men make men. If my man ever win a championship, I'm going third person. Cam Jordan can't. Cam Jordan don't do nothing but make winners. Look at him. You call me Lavar Ball. I have a son that's a champion. <laughs> me walking around. That's what. What is he? He's a winner. That's what he is. What? 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 What, what is the other son? A winner. <laughs> That, that's that's just dope. That's just dope to have two brothers that are two champions, and out here still in the league, it's a still blessing, winning. Man. It's a blessing. Splitting half on everything. You want to take this private? We I might private everything. I private. <laughs> I private a lot now. I'm like, if I had a brother to split it with, bro, you got this one. I, I, I envy. This? I envy the brothers in the league, like the Pounceys, like you know what I mean, the, the Kelseys. Y'all balling, like. We got to take the brunt of everything. Like, y'all get to split the brunt, like, half and half. You, you know already what I mean? know. Everything right this. down the middle. Everything. Yeah, mama needs some. All right, you got it this time. Daddy needs some. All right, you got it this time. What? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's no, dope. No, no, just cutting all the loans that the parents had right in half. We got this. Don't worry. We yeah, going to take bro. care of this. I love it. That's a blessing there. That's a blessing. It is, man. So, yeah. And it's a cool It's a cool feeling because it's – I don't. I feel like guys, guys go into the league with so much curiosity and so much uncertainty. You know, just like, how is this going to be different? They say it's faster. They say it's, you have to be more of a professional in your own right of like getting uh, workouts in, being on top of your game. And my brother just gave me so much like uh, just confidence 
that, yeah. you know, just keep doing what I was doing and just tweak the little things and everything else would just take care of itself. That uh, coming into the league was just a smooth transition for me. That's dope. That's and uh, I owe a lot to him, especially because he had Coach Reed and Coach Reed, you know, uh, helped my brother develop in the short time that he was in Philly with him. That Coach Reed called me on draft day and said, he, he was, he's like, yeah, we're going to draft. You're going to put your brother on the phone. Like, he was like my dad. Like, he was just like, all right, I'll put, <laughs> put the other guy on. Like, he was like, make sure he doesn't fuck this up. Make sure he right. doesn't no screw this up and do something silly. I need you to be a part of this, even though you're in Philly. And you know what? That atmosphere right there just made me feel at home, really. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was definitely, definitely a unique experience, and I, I appreciate the whole thing because of it. Man, like like I said, man, me and Cam were both legacies. Both our fathers played. His dad played 13. My dad played 10. Now that's so hard. To have <laughs> that's yeah, to have though. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It's dope. But I'm just saying, like the correlation, like you said, how your brother, you know, gave you that advice and that encouragement. You know what I mean? Like, that's invaluable. Like you can't put a price on that. So like just to see how seamless your transition was from college to the league and how you've been excelling, I commend your brother, man, because I mean that that's dope that he just passed that. Pass that game down to oh, you. Oh, yeah. He took you know, that role. I, mean, I hear you, man. Yeah. 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 Right. That's dope. I'll say, hey, that, that insight, I'm not going to lie to you, is a separation. It like, can't, it, it can't, it's invaluable. You can't get it from nobody, especially from somebody you trust and know has nothing but the best intentions for you. You know, it's like, hey, like, what do I need to do? More. All right. Well, what more? Well, this is what I did to get me right, but I'm sure you need to tweak your shit to get you right. Yeah. And this is how you can go about it. You like, and you doing you doing drills in college? Like, shit. This is what got him right. This is gonna get me right. Like, I know for sure it's gonna happen. Mm. And you get to league, and it's like, oh, everything he said was sort of panning out. Like, listen to your coaches, but at the same time, you a professional, so you got to make your own path. Got to do like, your you, thing, and that that right. man, it's such a blessing, man. It's yeah. such a blessing. I got to hear more about about y'all stories with the pops, though, man. Yeah, whatever, whatever look, you want to know. My I'll say, look, mine is easy. All them days where kids are like, "Yeah, me and my dad went out there. We had a great time." I was running real routes, real. <laughs> I, was, and like, I was catching, I was catching, you know, over the shoulder, up top right, so yeah. over the shoulder, up top left. I'm yeah. cut, I'm catching curls and posts long before I thought that shit was fun. Yeah. It was like, oh, what are you doing Saturdays? I go to the park. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, can I come? Yeah, you can come run some of these routes too. Yeah, Just know yeah, we yeah. we running routes. Yeah. We, I was like, we catching all types of like kids out there. Like, oh, you guys have so much fun. I run 50 routes every Saturday, so I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about, big right. fella. Yeah, like my pops, like, you know, I'd have my homeboys come over and, you know, we think we like, we go over their house, we sleep in, chill, wake up, play games, like whatever. You come to my house, ain't no sleeping in. We waking up, my pops shutting on the lights, wake up, we going to the field. We running bleachers, we running interval 200s and 100s, speed work, like we doing just random stuff that he coming up with. Like, so... Like That's people would be at the yeah, people would be waking up half pool and like you know just sleeping in playing the video game. My dad's like, no, you gonna put this work in. Like you know, he really didn't do that to me until he knew that I wanted to play like ball. Yeah, you know what I mean? Once I wanted to play ball, mm-hmm. yeah. Once once I knew I wanted to play, he was like, on me, on me, on me. And uh, I didn't understand it at first, but now I understand it, man. That's, you know? that's what I was I was trying to dis- describe what I lacked when I was younger. I said discipline, but it was just the know how to get better. The confidence yeah. that what I'm doing is going to translate to me getting better. Because I would go out, I would go out in the backyard and I would shoot around and I would, you know what I mean? Lower the goal to eight feet and start dunking like I was Blake Griffin or whoever. You know what I mean? Just like little yeah, you know what like, I mean? But that's, that's what you like knew. That. But right. I was just out there having fun. I really wasn't out there strategically, like, all right, I'm working hard to get better at this game. 
And um, the same was the same with all the sports. I was just kind of going out there for the fun of the game and for the love of the game and to have fun with the homies. But once I transitioned into tight end, my coach that, uh, that I had gave me certain fundamentals, like some certain tools, certain things that I could see myself getting better at. And that's where really the love for the game took off for me. Because once you can see yourself getting better at it, it keeps evolving into, into something that, you know what I mean? You can go pro. It's in. encouraging. It's encouraging. You, you start trusting it and gaining confidence in it, in the process. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But, uh, hey, so you get drafted third round to the KC Chiefs. Mm. I'm talking about the worst team in the league. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, were 2 yeah. and 14. At that, at that point. At that they were point. 2 and 14 when I came in. I mean, it was. I wasn't, even about the at, I wasn't even looking at what they did before because I knew it was a completely new regime coming in. It was a new, no, I want to say front office, but Andy Reid's, that was Andy Reid's yeah. first year. So yeah. I knew it was going to be completely different, but at the same time, I knew we were building something and I could be the part of that foundation. And uh, yeah, shout out to Andy Reid, man. I'll say, how many, I'll say, well, who was the quarterback starting when you came in? When I came in, Alex it Smith. was Alex Smith. Alex no, Smith Alex, had just. I thought Alex Smith came in like your second year. No, he no. came, he, they, uh, right before the draft, Andy went out and got Alex Smith from the Niners because they had just uh, had the Kaepernick uh, take over out there in San Fran. Right. And uh, yeah. Alex was kind of looking for another opportunity elsewhere, and Kansas City was right there for him. So I, I came in with, uh, with Alex Smith. Guy named Ricky Tanzi, if you remember Ricky Tanzi, uh, one of my favorite guys, and I actually came in with uh, Tyler Bray. Tyler Bray was uh, he was the homie coming in. That's 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 the one we uh, coach Coach Reed looked at us. He was like, "You two, nah." It's like he was like in the classroom, <laughs> like you sit on that side of the room, you sit on that side of the room, because we both had a had a track record of, of partying and having some fun. <laughs> he automatically set y'all apart oh, immediately. <laughs> My dog, nah, it's not happening. In the first, within the first week, he he caught wind of us trying to get a an apartment together, like a little house together. Got the Cancel tap on that. the shoulder at the same time. Hey, Coach Reed wants to see you. I'm like, oh shit, what I do? What I do? <laughs> he sat us down. It's like this whole thing where you guys think you're gonna come in and you guys are just gonna party, kick it, it's gonna be a free ride. Ain't gonna happen. I need you guys Cancel. to work. You two. Yes. Not living together, Go. you're not doing any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> so it was a uh, it was fun. Shout out to T. Bray, man. Yeah, that's that's dope. That's dope. Speaking of your coach, man, what was your first Andy Reid impressions? I know you said he put you on the phone. Put you, don't 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 fuck this up. Like, what was your first? Oh, yeah. Andy Reid impressions, bro. Um, to be honest, it was it was like he was family uh, ever ever from the jump. So when he was in Philly coaching my brother my senior year. Temple University was in the Big East my senior year. So we actually played at uh, Lincoln Financial because that's their home stadium. They don't have a home stadium. So they play at the, the Eagle Stadium. And uh, his son was on the team then. Andy, Coach, Coach Reed's youngest son, Spence, was on the team. So he ended up watching the game. And I, I met him after the game. My brother introduced me in, uh, in the tunnel. When I tell you, it was like I just like it – was, it was my uncle that I had never met before. He was just down to earth cool as hell, like made a, made a joke here and there about playing in the link one day. And I was just like, man, you know what? That, that's a dude I would love to play for. You know what I mean? There's only, there only a few that I remember meeting like that that was just like genuine in who they were. And um, yeah, from that point on, it was it was all good. And then he called me and it, and, and it switched. It switched into, all right, this is business. This is business. Off the field, 
I'll, I'll be that uncle. You know what I mean? That, that father figure, that uncle, that, that cool, feels like he's a, he's a relative, a family member. But when we're, on the, when we're in, the, in the facility and we're on this field, we are all about business. And then there's not going to be a single day that we're going to take off. And once he set that standard for me, the rest was history, man. Big Red, Big Red is he's a Hall of Famer, Big man. Red. Hall of Famer, Big man. Red. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, you can't deny it. Now he, he now he got that championship oh, too. Man. Look, that was the only thing everybody was wanted to put him down on. Now, Andy Reid don't win champ championship. Shut the hell up. Yep. I wish you would, yeah. Ayata. Getting there, he he took quite the wrath out there in Philly, man. But it was it was definitely it was cool to get that for him because of all the scrutiny that he had took in the playoffs and the championship games in, in Philly and in my first couple of years out here in Kansas City not having the success we wanted to with Alex Smith. But, yeah, Big Red, getting that for Big Red, man, that just puts the stamp the stamp on the on the letter, man. Send it in the mail. He's got to be in the Hall of Fame now. You can't keep him out. Like coach, like player. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hall of Fame <laughs> coach. that way. Handed it down to a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame tight end. No doubt. Just like we got a future Hall of Fame DN and my dog Cam J, we got some gold jacket boys on this thing today. I'm a, we, got, we got some, we got some work to do. Y'all definitely got, got some more. We need to add to the resume. Yeah, so y'all are I inspired. Gotta, I got about five more years. I got to hey, play to get that plus. That's, hey, that's the thing. Well, though, on your man. way. Even if it stopped right now, and people would argue that that we could get in there, I would say all of us still have that chip on our shoulders to go out there and do more than what we've done. Yeah, it's just, absolutely. it's just, it's in it. You can see the way that both you guys play the game and both of you guys carry yourselves. That it's nonstop, always getting better, always mm -hmm. trying to do more. And that's, I mean, that's why I've always respect both of you guys and your regard to me. Heck, I was just talking about it the other day. Mark came out to KC throwing the ball, getting it. Man, he was running like a maniac. <laughs> I'm sitting here on the <laughs> sideline, like, man, I'm not even trying to get in front of that right now. <laughs> like that, like, when, when Mark ain't playing, he's coming downhill on your ass. And that, you hey, know what? Bro. And when you can, when you see other guys have success and the mentality that they take to the game, uh, you 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 know which ones to respect and which ones not to. Well, you're trying to respect them all. I, was, I shouldn't say. No, that. look, hey, I'm like that individual success. I'm like, I wish you well. Like when I see when I see y'all eating, I'm like, I know him. I hope that he bought. I told you he was gonna do it. But as a team, I'm like. They gotta lose. Yeah, <laughs> they gotta, I'm like individually, Same. I'm like, I, I wish him nothing but Bex and sex. Especially them, I'm like flat and I gotta Baltimore go KC, we head up, bro. So I'm like, lose. No doubt. Go for 200 trap and two touchdowns. But yeah, I gotta lose. <laughs> Please. I'm, we try to get this one seed. You know I'd mean? hey, be looking like I wish you nothing but success. I wish you have a great day. I wish you got a great game. Oh, I wish you have nothing but the, the highest of health. But y'all got to take this hell. I don't know how yet. We haven't figured this out. You know how it go. You know how it go. That was one of the coolest things about going up against Kittle in the Super Bowl. It's like, man, I, I respect this dude so much for how he approaches the game and how he plays the game for his teammates. I want him to get all the way there. Just be this close. <laughs> A little short. Right at the half yard. Sorry about that, George. Love you to death, man. That's all I say. I love you to death. Go man. go 99 yards, but don't go 100. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to get all 99. Thank you. That's, thank you. It's too funny. It's, it's cool how you can have that, that respect and that love for a guy uh, on the opposite side, man. And then at the real recognized, real, it's still, man. It's still, it's still, it's always no competitive, doubt. man. And always, but it's all love and respect too. Like especially when guys play it the right way. So your rookie year, you got hurt. When when did you get hurt, bro? Your rookie year. My rookie year, it was really training camp. I went into training camp thinking I was, you know, what I mean, 
I was going to get an opportunity to play. I knew Anthony Fasano was the uh, was the main guy who was going to be the number one. But I was going to be able to come in and get an opportunity to play some football. And it was about the third week of training camp, and I started to feel something going on in my left knee. And I was like, man, it's just every time I go into a break, I'm feeling something give. And by the end of by the end of training camp, but like the rest of the two three weeks after that, I just couldn't even run on it. So I, I was I was asking uh, and got into it a little bit with the training staff. Like they were, of course, you know, it's just of course, you know, some some rookies don't really know how to manage pain. And if you don't know how to manage pain, that means you're probably not in the training room enough. So they just saw certain sides of the spectrum. And granted, we ironed those things out, but I wanted to get my knee scoped just to see what was wrong with it because they were saying that it was just a bone bruise. And I, I could have swore in my mind it was something different. So it's just, but right. I'm just, I'm glad that they, uh, that they stuck with me and they, they get, they trusted me and wanted to get this, uh, this knee scope. So it was part of my cartilage sitting in the back of my knee. You had to get a, you had to get a, a repair or you had to just get it trimmed. So I got it trimmed and then they did microfracture, which is little, uh, they drill holes through the, I believe the tibia. I forget which part of the knee, but the they, they, they drill, trim. they drill holes because the cartilage doesn't get blood. So they drill holes to get blood to seep through. And it just repairs itself. But I wasn't allowed to run for about a good eight months. Man, forget that, man. You overcame that tenfold, a hundredfold. Yeah, no Next but year, what, lead you receiver. Reading, you start reading uh, the success rate of the microfracture. Oh, man, that's the last thing I wanted to hear. Yeah, man. It was like a 70% tough, chance that I wasn't going to be the same athlete that I that I went into the surgery with. And, uh, yeah, I'm very, very thankful that since then I, good, I haven't really man. had no problems with it. But man, uh, knee surgeries, man. I'm trying to stay away from knee surgeries for the rest of my life. God is good, boy. I, I hey, had two I'll of them myself, bro. So knee, knees and feet, you gotta be golden. Oh, like, these man, are my money makers. Man. Don't take my knees from me. You don't need the dogs barking. You don't need the dogs barking. No, that's real, that's the man. last thing. Look, you just start talking about. It. I started. Look, I'm over here cringing already. You like they drill into your knee. No, but I mean, I love that I need, story, bro. I need all this. Oh, I love that story, bro. I love that story. Just that you overcame that. The next year, you're the Chiefs leading receiver, and you just go on for what? A thousand. Five, a thousand. five, five bowls. The first tight end in the NFL history with four consecutive seasons of over a stack. A thousand. You know what I mean? A thousand. A thousand. A thousand. I've been, uh, like I said, I've been thankful. Fastest tight end to record 500 receptions. Oh, that boy, a dog. <laughs> <laughs> A straight you know, you beast, know what's all bro. worked for, man. I'm, I've been thinking, the, like I said, being on the field is is, is a huge, huge uh, advantage, man. Just to be be healthy enough to be on the field, to have the opportunity to go out there and catch the football, but also having having the right coaching staff, man. Having having Coach Reed trust in my abilities and 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 be able to dial up some plays for me, man. Because that that's not given to anyone and everyone, you know what I mean. Granted, I built that trust with him, and I worked my tail off to get that trust. But at the same time, you got to have the right coaches, man. I'm I'm a, I'm a firm believer. There's some teams out here with a whole lot of talent. We won't name any. I might be coming from the homeland. The land. Here. <laughs> 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 On paper, looking right. Oh, man, One of my arch nemesis. For some reason, can't get right. Man, my division they, foe. You look at the. You look at what they're running, and it's like ah, that's yeah. that's not really putting their players in the best positions. Was there a game early on that you knew, like, your second year in, like, you caught a pass or you caught whatever, that you knew, like, oh, I'm here for this? Like, when did you know you was built for the league? Um, 
Like, what's that? What's that one play you was like, and I'm gassed? I felt like I had, uh, I had always had that confidence. It was probably preseason. And granted, it was, I, didn't, I still, I don't think anybody that was on the field is still in the league. It was, I was running, uh, I was running with the second and third string my second year against the Bengals. And uh, I caught a, it was man-to-man coverage. I caught like a little seam route. I broke somebody off, caught it, and I went like 68 to the house, 70 to the house. And I knew that I, I could still run. I was like, it was kind of like a testament after the knee surgery. I was like, oh, all right, I can still got the still got the juice oh. a little bit, still got it going. Yeah, yeah, right. and, yeah, uh, yeah. And from that point on, I was always in my mind like, all right, I, I belong here. I can have success here. How do I keep building off of this? And how do I keep getting better? And you know what? It was from that point on. It was just it was a mentality that I, I can I can have success amongst anybody that's in front of me. I just got to put in the work. So right. I know you done made hella plays, left and right, up and down, you know what I mean? Blocking, catching, running, reverse sweeps, all type of stuff. So we're making you a highlight tape. What play going on there first? What play? I, I got I to stick it to my brother, man. I got I, I to gotta just throw that little jab in there, man. 2017 when they won it, or it might have been 2018. Either way, the year they won it, we actually played them earlier that year. I think they lost three games that season, and uh, we were one of them. And he, they came to Kansas City. And uh, we're, we're down by, I believe, three going into the fourth quarter, about six, five, six minutes left. Uh, finally get a few big plays down to the 20-yard line, and uh, we run the, the old uh, read sweep to the pitch, backside pitch, guy coming around a little backdoor pitch. And uh, – That'll get you. I caught – yeah, exactly. Had everybody flown <laughs> one way, and then uh, here I come right up the middle. I caught that thing. Caught a little seam in the uh, in the defense and jumped from about the five yard line over everybody, and um, just to hear the crowd go crazy and and the fact that it was against my brother, I had everybody from and a mama in the stands from my hometown. I mean, I, it was it was like a barbecue in the parking lot at the end of the game <laughs> because of how many people from from my hometown and in, uh, in Cincinnati that were there, and it was uh, it was it was just such a fun moment. We ended up beating them. And uh, and me and my brother had the had the picture after the game of you know what I mean exchanging jerseys. It was just it was an all around memorable game for me. But that that touchdown right there to take the lead in the fourth quarter and eventually get the dub, man, that was uh, that was it. Yeah. So you yeah. ball, get the TD, get the barbecue in the parking lot, tailgate, and send your brother on the plane back to the field. I was like, sorry, and, hey, and, 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 a, and a text message too, like I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, gave, I gave him a big old kiss after the game. He knew, he knew it was. Yeah, I remember that. He I remember what it was, man. I remember it was, that. Uh, yeah, no. that was definitely the one, though. So after all these Pro Bowls, these All-Pros, these Super Bowls, these consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, these tight end records in the league, what's your goals coming up, man? I'll say, what's next? If you've done so much coming into year eight, you, what's You next? know how it goes, man. It's never complete. It's never complete. I don't know how, I don't know how to have the mentality to, to – to not keep striving for something bigger, something better. Um, I've been trying to get, I've been trying to get 15 touchdowns and 1500 yards in, in a season since I was, since I was second year in the league. It's always been a goal of mine to get, I haven't achieved this. So I feel like I really haven't done shit. Um, mm. But getting another Super Bowl is obviously the, the biggest key, man. If, as long as we're winning, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm happy and I'm, I'm successful in my mind. But all the individual stuff, I think it personally, it's uh, it's cool to hang your hat on. But at, at the end of the day, it's a team sport, man. It's eleven. It's the ultimate team sport. You need ten other guys to be doing their job. 
for you to have success individually. And um, yeah, I've been yeah. thankful that I've had the right guys around me. But at the same time, you know, it's a uh, it's it's a it's a nonstop growing process to try and keep better getting better and keep showing that you're getting better every single year. No doubt. Like I try and tell people, I'm like, look, individual stats. Individual stats are fun to talk about from March till July. When it comes exactly. down to you know team, team is from you know August through February when we win a championship. I don't team. give a damn about what I got as, as long as the team going. Mm-hmm. Or maybe when I retire, I'll just be like, look back, like I was cold back then. You remember that game? <laughs> I was I was fucking them up. Exactly. <laughs> they couldn't hold me back then. Exactly. The highlights gonna show all the individual stuff, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to get some dubs. Though. I'm trying to do my job every play. And, well, you uh, got the hardware. Let let us get some on this time. That's what you I'm saying. You got the you got the ship already. Let me first. You let I me get hardware I, first. Then we'll let Cam join the party. Yeah, me first. I don't know. I just need one. Me first. <laughs> I got. Me I got. First. I got twenty. I got twenty. What is it? Possum played thirteen. I'm heading to year ten. I got twenty three years of Jordan football. No championships. I My pops got a Super Bowl. I just got. <laughs> we got. I, I got. We add. got eleven Pro Bowls. Listen, I'm, so I'm team. I'm team. All pros and no, no hardware. We got to get one. Y'all know. Y'all know. Both of y'all got the squad to make a run at it, though. And that's the that's the biggest thing. If you know you got the squad to make a run, that's half. The, that's half the battle right there. The other half is staying healthy and just uh, and just making plays, man. Just going out there and making yeah. plays. My, my pops got a Super Bowl, man. So I got to do it. Oh yeah, you can't that you can't let pops have that. That boy, on. yeah, no, nah, that boy, that boy made a clutch catch, thirty long, uh, snatched on one, uh, broke one off, ducked off on there, another, spun off another, leaned forward for the first down. I'm like, ooh, pops was cold. <laughs> you can, hey, you can raise your hat on that. Like, yeah. this is my daddy. This is my daddy work. Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody. Be, so I be. So I was, it was just the other day. Somebody's like, man, I, I loved your dad, man. Uh, uh, I'm a big Giants fan. My dad's a big Giants fan. He was the real deal. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's my pops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all this next is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll say, I'll say, how you feel about this season though? Like, how do we feel in terms of are you comfortable playing this year? Um, I mean, that's what I really been talking to folks. Like, I was like, are you really comfortable? I mean, I'm about as comfortable playing the game as I am comfortable about walking into a grocery store. I mean, it's just it, it <laughs> is just what it unknown. is. You know what I mean, I, I feel right. like the the Rona is out there. The Rona's out there. <laughs> am I am I taking it? You know what I mean? Am I putting myself at a higher risk playing football than I am going to the grocery store, going to the store down the street? I, not necessarily. I feel like as long as everybody's getting tested before we get onto yep. the field, yep. that's a, I mean, what else can you ask for? Yep. What else can you ask for? Now, in terms of the fans coming back into the stadium, I think that's where it gets a little shaky because you can't test everybody. Right. Yeah. You can't you can't guarantee that nobody's ever going to get the Rona in a stadium or nobody's ever going to get the Rona on the team or in the facilities. I just I don't know. It's such a touchy subject. I also control what you can control. That's what I'm saying. Just control what you can control and everybody be professionals about this. You know what I mean? When you when like we were talking about earlier, when when you it comes down to the fam coming through, you know, this Mom, ain't the year. I got to ah. chill. Y'all got to yeah, chill. That's what I'm saying. Like. You this should. year, like this year, you're gonna have to tune in. Like this, it like, is what it is, man. Buy that, buy that direct TV NFL package. Go ahead and grab that. Thing. No doubt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sit down and flip through. Hey, the I see. I, in fact, I, I think, I, I think I offered to pay for it. I was like, look, if y'all ain't already got it, I'll send you the the eighty dollars or whatever it is to get it because that's yeah. that's cheaper than buying your your ticket anyway. For real, for real though, and 
as long as everybody's taking the right, you know what I mean, precautions, I, I don't think it, it will be that that rough of a season. Obviously, I don't think we can avoid every anybody getting it. I think somebody, some guys and some teams will have a few guys, uh, unfortunately, test positive just because, you know what I mean, it's out here. You know what I mean? It's a, it's yeah, the yeah. same about going, like I said, it's the same like going to the grocery store, man. There's, yeah. there, you're, yeah. it's, it's not like we can just live in a bubble. It, it, this, mm-hmm. isn't, this isn't the NBA. There's not enough. There's not enough, like, there's not, not enough bubbles. Exactly. There's not yeah, enough bubbles. Not enough bubble. there. There's not enough. We could all take over South Dakota or something. Like, one of them, one of them rural jumps. <laughs> Let me get out of South Dakota, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if we want to talk about bubble, I feel Wyoming like we could take over. Somewhere? Yeah. Like, somewhere rural, you know? Just I hear you. get a big, big city and just let it be ours. Yeah. <laughs> like, welcome to NFL City. Yeah. But. I just I just thought about this though, like you know, one I meant to text you anyways because you know I need some more high lows. But let's talk about how you got into the entrepreneur that is Travis Kelsey. I mean, you got your own like fashion line, you got the nutritional supplements. Oh yeah, the the high low gummies is real, Mark. I'm gonna have to you know what I'm saying they they help you recover. I seen that. I need it's that. The, it's the gummies. Oh yeah. It's, like I'm not I'm not big on powders, but he sent me some gummies. I need some of the I'm, true I'm all colors, about candy, bro. All you about really? I need some of the true colors. I need all that. Oh yeah, I've been uh. First of all, we can, definitely get, we can definitely get you the true colors and the helo gummies. It's all day, baby. It's all day. Oh, I need look, like, That's my fault because I've been calling them high lows. I was like, these high lows. It's all good. Man. It's all good. Helo. You knew get that boy right, Trav. Get that boy right. If you see him. I've been, very, I've been fortunate to make the right connections, man. You know you know as well as I do. Both of you guys are great dudes. Personality, character-wise, you guys aren't doing any – you guys aren't doing any anything crazy out here, anything <laughs> wild and anything stupid. So it's like you guys are, are taking care of your business on the field and off the field just by who you are. I've been I've been able to make the right connections and uh, and the right relationships with people to where they trust me in supporting their products. They trust me in in moving forward with their investments. That uh, I don't know. I've just been thankful to to have those relationships. And that's the Hilo gummies. Hilo came around. It was a, it was all an Ohio connection. And they needed somebody to help push the market, not only just in Ohio, but across the nation. And uh, I was more than happy to jump on board and invest in that. Uh, I thought it was a great product. I mean, the, it helps me in the pre-workout stuff. I just take them throughout the day. If I'm feeling tired, I'll just start popping them in like candy. Um, <laughs> right. But even then, you got the, the melatonin gummies, the sleep gummies that help you go to sleep. There's, Them gu- hey, I'll say the, the recovery gummies is it. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's Loki the wave. It is, man. And it, it, like I said, it was a great product, and I'm 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 happy that I got to be able to join the Hilo team. Uh, the true colors, the fashion stuff. I mean, it's just all fun and games with that stuff, man. It's a, it's another outlet to express my creativity and and having fun in the in the world of fashion and help. Not even help, but uh, to give people a way of you know what I mean. Uh, Building, Connecting yeah, connect, connecting, uh, and be able to uh, get behind something that because true colors is uh, be you and stay true. Show your show your colors, yes, of who you are, where you come from, and be proud of that. Be proud of your culture, your ethnicity, your ancestry. Be proud of all of that and wear it with pride. And uh, that was the biggest thing I wanted to do with true colors is you know not only be expressing your colors but be appreciative of the people that are next to you expressing theirs. And uh, that was that was the biggest movement that I wanted mm. to really show off was, you know, what I mean, we're all out here just just trying to love and be happy and, and attack this world and be the best we can be at it. And 
Why not show? Listen, America. Listen, America. Listen, world. And still, and still be, it still be one of the smoothest tight ends in the game. <laughs> listen, well, America. Would, listen, world. Someone say the Robin Thicke of the NFL <laughs> world. Boy, just coming in here smooth. Hey, everybody need to take a little bit of that Kelsey, man. <laughs> Everybody need a little bit of that, Kelsey. If everybody just listened to Trav, what he just said, man, we'd be in a lot better place. The world would be a lot better place, man. Take pride in your true colors. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and respect everybody showing their true colors. That's you know all I mean? it is, man. That's all I'm, that's the only, that's all I'm trying to, I'm trying to provoke, man. Man, I, I ain't looking for a, a handout, but can I get a, a, a Hilo gummies and some true colors? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just I'm, trying address, you, I'm trying to tell you that, hey. That that recovery low key be having. I need decent. the recovery. I need the energy and the melatonin. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I can get you all of that, all of that. <laughs> no, and, but uh, and then me and Cam, oh, and then the shoot the addies and, and expect the boxes coming with. Say the less. Week. I'm gonna text you as soon as we done with this. But <laughs> 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 no, but me and Cam is big, big, big into giving back to the community. This man's a Walter Payton Man of the Year candidate. Always, every Tuesday since I've known him, that boy is in the community. I have my own foundation. The Mark Ingram Foundation deals with children with incarcerated parents. That's something very endeared to my heart. My father was incarcerated. So um, that's something I try to you know, take advantage of and impact. But I know you got your own foundation, the 87 and Running Foundation. Mm-hmm. But what made you want to get involved with that? Um, it's just always been in me, man. I've been, I, I grew up in a very um, diverse, multicultural area to where I saw so many different ways of life, especially even through the sports. We were just talking about how I went from hockey practice to, to basketball practice, having two completely different, you know what I mean, spectrums of life, both uh, financially and ethnically. You know what I mean? Just just completely different forms of life. And seeing that, viewing that, appreciating the kids and their families for who they were and, uh, and you know what I mean, just what they stood for, I... um. My parents always taught me to, well, they, they, they let me know that I, had, that I had privileges that other kids didn't. It was, all, it was, it was no hidden secret that, that, you know what I mean? And I could see it in school. I could see it, you know, there were kids that I would be playing with at the playground and like, oh, I got to go home to dinner. And they just start joking like, oh, man, wish we had that coming up. You know what I mean? Wish we had dinner coming. So I was like, yo, come on, yeah. come on over, man. My family would be more than happy to put a plate together for you type thing. So it was always in my mind that I needed to help the underserved communities uh, out here in this world. And uh, that's what 87 and running is, man. It helps helps the kids, man. It helps the youngins. Um, I teamed up with uh, Operation Breakthrough, which is a, it's a school and like after school program for uh, the city of Kansas City. And it's it's messed up to say it like this, but um, you have to be a certain level of struggle to even be get into the school. So mm-hmm. it's 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 literally um, taking the kids that have unfortunately some of the worst circumstances in Kansas City and giving them an opportunity and the privileges that a private school would have. I mean, I, I, yeah. like everything from learning how to cook, learning how, let alone just the the academics of reading, math, science, and all that stuff. They have a, a robotics lab. They have a kitchen. They have a basketball court. Anything you can think of uh, extracurricular in a school or in a job that you can pursue, they have that for these kids. And I, it blew my mind when I went in there. I'm like, man, these kids have some advantages that were better than mine growing up. And I love that. I love that that's right. there for this community. So I've been really trying to push that, uh, trying to make it better and trying to bring more attention to it so that Honestly, they have these operation breakthroughs throughout the nation. 
because this is something that could definitely be beneficial to every every single community out there. Man, I respect it, bro. For sure, man. You, you already know giving, you giving back is a, is, a, is a necessity, man. It's a blessing to be a blessing. Obviously, we don't play football without these communities, but on top of that, man, just being able to influence and uh, and give motivation for a kid to strive in whatever it is they want to strive in, giving them hope that they can do something or that they're going in the right direction. You know, that's uh, that's everything, man. Trev, you're the trillist, bro. You really are, bro. Trillist you're the trillist. Trillis, baby. You know how we hey, do it. Hey, I know. 1,000. 1,000. <laughs> no, nah, but hey, before we let you get up out of here, man, I got to get some Post Malone content. Oh, yeah. He got you all. Y'all tatted? You and Mahomes? Me and Pat, man. So I went so in tell there. Me what I, happened, saw, bro. I saw that with the uh, with the autograph on that jump. Yeah, yeah bro. Man. It was, um, <sighs> honestly, I still to this day feel like I should have a better relationship with Post just because he's got my signature tatted on him. Like, I don't even <laughs> have his man's number to call him and be like, hey, how you been? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> He's a dope dude, man. He's cool as hell, down to earth. Doesn't try and put up a front when you meet him. He just—he's himself, and he—and he's—and he's dope just being himself. But uh, yeah, it was right after the parade that day. Me and Pat went in there, hammered and having fun, and happy go lucky <laughs> on top of the world. And uh, and Pose as is, you uh, deserve Pose to the be. cowboy. Pose the Cowboys fan. He's from Dallas, so I—I I think he's got the star tatted on him. So he's got the Dallas Stars tatted on him somewhere. But we just started playing. He's a big beer pong guy. So sure enough, I'm like, oh, yeah, you got the beer pong set up. Let's go ahead and get it in. And this is like probably, I would say, a half hour before his show. We played about 15 games. I mean, it was was nonstop back. Like, he didn't win a single game. I'm not going to say I was Jordan that night, but I didn't didn't miss. I was getting it. He'll tell you. He'll tell you. I I don't know how. I had never been on fire like this on the table before in my life. But I was draining everything, and um, so y'all had a wager. So oh, so it got it got to the last game. He was like, "Man, y'all got me like ten games in a row. He's like I got a show to do. Last game, you guys aren't gonna beat me another time. Like if you guys beat me, I'll get you guys tatted on me." I'm like, "You're sitting." I'm like, "Wait, what?" He was like, "Yeah, I'll get the arrowhead and your guys' signatures tattooed on my arm." I'm like, and he like showed this little area on his arm, the only spot on <laughs> like, his arms and legs and face and neck and everything that wasn't tatted. Literally the only spot. And I was just like, dang, that looks like he got one tattoo left. <laughs> and this is <laughs> it. This is it. Oh, man. So so what would y'all have to do if y'all lost? Was there... there I'll say, that what, wasn't was really communicated. Here? He just kind of just went about... So you know he mean? really just, wanted the KC tag. Hey, Mark, you know how it is with losing, happened. though. <laughs> like, I think he just got fed up with like, what's the furthest I can go? If I lose again? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. But sure enough, man, me and Pat just walked it down, the easy <laughs> 10 cup down, and and he was just like, all right, man, I got to go out here and do this show. Here, just put your signature on this paper. There was a tattoo artist literally right there in the corner. He was standing over there in the corner the whole time. Like, anybody want to tat? And uh, we did the whole signature, and I was like, in my mind, I'm looking at him like after the game. Like, Pat's from Dallas. He at least has some type of, you know, relationship with you. Yeah, you know I mean? Like, I respect you, like – doing why don't you just get him he's like nah man the bet's a bet and i'm like all right bro so i gave it I, I didn't think he was actually going to do it in my mind i was like i i didn't really care if he did i wasn't gonna press the issue like hey that's a bet i wasn't i wasn't gonna right. press the issue <laughs> right right sure enough man the next day i seen something on twitter that he had uh he had really got it post like tatted on him i was just like oh man this this dude's crazy, yeah. That boy did not do his research. You got Pat Mahomes, who got the ultimate touch, precision, accuracy. <laughs> then you got no the doubt. former basketball player here. That boy just just made a poor decision. 
Actually, a smart decision because you know That's now a, you got two legends who, and a hey, Super Bowl team. Where you, I need to know I who his partner was because he clearly didn't hold himself accountable. He was like, "I'm a drink. You gonna have to drink." He needed something yeah, exactly. to put there though. You say he he <laughs> slatted yadded everywhere. Sleeve. He just up. needed a spot. It was, yeah, pre, he it was predestined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely no, a, a funny scenario, man. I got to get his number though. I just feel weird. I feel weird that I don't have a better relationship. <laughs> leaving it, leaving it open like that, <laughs> bro. No, but Trav, bro, we appreciate you coming on the trust levels. That's what we call it. You know, big trust and big my dog trust. always stacking, leveling up. We appreciate yeah. you tuning in with us, bro. Tapping in with that us. Uh, the fashion expert, the NFL superior tight end, record holder, the coldest, the smoothest in the game. <laughs> Come in yeah. with the Louis V trench coat. I don't hey. even get jealous. On and hey, off the field. I don't even get jealous off people with their gear, <laughs> but that boy came in with the Louis V. You heard me. Ooh, the Pico. You know I needed that one. I needed Where that one. Where you get that at? The Louis V. Pico. Oh, yeah. We oh, paid. Yeah. I, had to, I, had hey, to throw, no. I had to throw a little half game check on that one. <sighs> Ooh, Ooh, hey, I need hey, it. That, that was cold. That yeah. was cold. It gets a little that cold out cold. here in Kansas City. I need that. Ooh. Hey, I'll take the hand me down, even though it's probably going to touch my ankles because you're 6'4", but <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, no. I'm 6'4". T- T like six five and a half, six six. I'll take that. Is, I'll take that. Okay. I'll take that. I just feel like no. I feel like every time we we link up, I'm like, he's taller than me. There's no. not too many. No, hey, straight up, Trav. We appreciate you. We know you're big money. We know your time is money. Shout out to True Colors. Y'all check that out. Shout out to 87 and running. Y'all check that out. We love you, my dog. We appreciate you tapping in with us, bro. We value your time. And I love you, man. You my brother for life, dog. I can't thank y'all enough for having me on, but even more so, man, being who y'all are, man. Keep keep being leaders. Keep striving for greatness, man. I wish y'all boys the best of luck. I hope y'all go 99, but just not a hundred. I love it, I love it, I love it. The Players Tribune.com